Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls Podcast. I am Sheila Amato, and you can find me and my wife on Twitter at Forever Fan Pod. And I am Kimberly Amato, and you can also find us on our website at foreverfangirls.com or Instagram with at Forever Fan Pod as our handle. Yes, and we are your hosts, and we are glad you can join us. So if you didn't know, we are Broadway junkies, we nerds, are. you know, whatever you want to refer to it as. But we, we missed this one before it closed which was sad because it was on our list to see it was and i was just so bummed that we did not see it on broadway no kind of like when i didn't see cats <sighs> really <laughs> but that's, that's you know what that's a different story for a you different can watch day. the movie <laughs> <laughs> alone which version without me <laughs> without you <laughs> without me <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, thanks to Netflix, we were able to see The Prom, or at least Ryan Murphy's adaptation of the Broadway show. And as per usual, our review is going to have spoilers. So just in case you need time to find the pause button, our banter music starts now. So this week has been a special one for you. You mean for us, right? You know, the impending snowstorm that will be... Probably we'll be under it as of the airing of yes, this episode. Yes, of this. And apparently, I'm hoping that the forecasters are wrong because they're calling for 12 to 18 inches. And, and that's a lot of snow to shovel. And that is what a snowblower is for. If it, Assuming it works. Well, hey, hey. It, mm. it, it revs mm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um... No, I wasn't thinking about the storm specifically. I was actually thinking about your book that launched yesterday. Yay! Yes! Yes, uh, it was not a part of the Steel series, but no. my book, Enemy, my first foray into the post-apocalyptic world of darkness and democratic destruction. Well, I mean, for me anyway, it's a dystopian book. And for our listeners out there, if you ever watched um, The Man in High Castle, Enemy is in that same vein. And at least for me, when I read it, it does stick with you because it can be our reality if we're not careful. So, you know, I'm and I'm not just saying that because you wrote it. I actually really do mean it. Oh, that was such a romantic thing to say. I, What? I've told you more romantic things than that. Well, maybe sometimes. Huh. Anyway, yes, I really... You do enjoy. You really did enjoy it. I did enjoy the book, and it was disturbing in a good sense because, like I said, if if we if we're not careful, it could. And I don't want to give the book away. So, if we're not careful, it could become reality, and that's why it's very. I just have to point out that that's like seriously one of the most amazing compliments you've ever given me because. Just for our listening audience who doesn't know, when my wife usually will read something of mine, it's really, really early in the drafts. So it's like a minefield of grammatical errors and continuity issues, which is why I want her to read it because I need someone to point this out and she can't stand it. Uh, you know no, no, it's true. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not your forte. So instead of, um, I now come to you much later on down the line 
and I make you like a beta reader. Yes. And I have actual, you know... Which um, I think is better. Yeah, it is much better for our marriage, let me tell you that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it was well-written and very thought-provoking. Thank and you. And we can talk more about that in a different episode. But for now... Do you like my, my transition there? I did. Okay, cool. Um, it's very I, professional. I, I, I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to work on it. But anyway, for now, our banter music is ending, so we can talk about the prom. So, um, just like our uh, usual reviews, um, we are going to outline the storyline or the synopsis, discuss the good, the bad, the cute, the unicorn poop. <sighs> you just keep sighing, but I just keep saying it. I know. And... What's really odd is that if you don't say it, I think something's wrong. And then when you do say it, I'm like, oh, she did it again. But anyway, um, and then we, you know, after we, we do our review, then we give our rating between one to five stars, five being the best. And so with that, let us start with the storyline. One ahead. of these days, seriously, I'm going to make you read this. I, it, it, Regardless, I know. From IMDb, a troop of her... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I first just, day with a new tongue. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going there. No, don't go there. No. Um, a troop of hilariously self-obsessed theater stars swarm into a small conservative Indiana town in support of a high school girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. Yes. So, with that, let's go with the good. What was the good of this film? Um. Well, first of all, I, you know, I thought it was an incredible cast. Very A-list level cast. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have Meryl Streep, you have James Corden, and then you have Nicole Kidman. I'm like, what? Cute tidbit about Nicole Kidman. Everybody said when I was younger, I looked like her in Practical Magic, and I loved that movie. Mm. So I absolutely love seeing her do so, like this wide variety of projects mm-hmm. lately. I just love seeing her name out there more. And I'm, I like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that goes with the amazing cast. Yes. Um, and, you know, there, there really is, you know, the representation for LGBTQ. Well, but just going back to cast, though, we oh, also have okay. like, you know, Kerry Washington. I mean, you had from top to bottom, these are major players. Yes. So, and, and I believe the, the young actress who played Emma, it was like her first... Joe Ellen Pellman, yes. And it was like, I mean, how could you just like wake up one day and go, I'm going to sing with Nicole Kidman today? You know? Yeah. It's got to be really fun. Yes. And we were actually talking about that as we were watching. I'm like, yeah. can you imagine? I mean... I'd be me? tripping over my feet going, jazz hands. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do I do agree. The, the representation... Um, being able to relate, you know, I mean, I went to Catholic school. There, there was no way even going stag to prom was looked down upon, you know? Really? Yeah, it was, it was very different. Um, I really, uh, I, I just remember turning around going, I have tickets for prom and everybody's like, oh, well, you can't go alone. Women don't go alone. You know, you need to have a boyfriend. You need to have a date who's a boy. And I was very still self-discovering my like self-discovering myself at that time. I know my word, not so good. (laughs) It's all good. I was still in that. I wasn't quite sure who I was phase. Mm -hmm. And, and I say phase because there are phases of coming out in my opinion. And it was very, very difficult for me. And I ended up meeting somebody and ended up dating him for three years. 
but it was like the reason we met was because hi i have a ticket to prom you're a friend of a friend do you just want to go with me because i can't go with my friends and i can't bring a girl so i need someone to just step in here and use this ticket that i've spent money on wow and it was really i mean i hated prom i absolutely unequivocally despised prom and hated prom it was like one of the worst experiences of my life see i didn't go to my junior prom but i didn't even have one (laughs) oh well i didn't go to the junior prom because i didn't have uh, a boyfriend back then either um but i did go to my senior prom and i had a very different experience but i was dating the guy who i went with and it was do you think you would have been able to bring a girl to your prom there were people who did it. That's why I'm like, I, you know. But they were dating or they just were friends going stag? No, they were friends going stag. But that's what I'm saying. Do you think in your high school, and that's why that's why I think it's great that this story has been brought up because mm-hmm. it's, it's sad that we still have to discuss this in 2020. But I think it's an amazing portrayal because there was no way in hell I could bring my girlfriend with me to prom, to a Catholic school prom. Yeah. In, you know, when I went to high school. I don't think... And that's New York. And and that is New York. Would you have been able to do that in Kentucky? Absolutely not, no. And now, you know, the one thing that hit my heart, and I I know I'm jumping around on our good list, was the the prom at the end, where it was an all-inclusive prom. Yes. And I actually have that as my cute, but... Okay, well, we can can go back to it. But it it was just such a a wonderful thing, because I, I wish... I wish I had an inclusive prom. I wish I had one where I could have been comfortable in my own skin of whomever I was developing to be. And I really, I, I really, really wish that was a possibility. And it just wasn't. I mean, it's still, even now I struggle because, you know, I was closeted for so long and I was stuck in, in this rut for so long trying to figure out who I am. And I don't want kids to go through that now. I don't, I don't want the younger generations to ever have to face what we faced. Yeah. And that's why I think the storyline of this film is important. Yeah. Because it goes beyond just a prom. Yes. So it's that theme of inclusivity, like you were saying. You know, it, it shouldn't matter. You know, yeah. you love who you love. And as long as you're not hurting anybody, and as long as it's consensual, that's all that matters. Yeah. So. And, and that, there's, where, um, there's a line towards the end of the, the film uh, where the character um, Alyssa... Mm-hmm. When she looks at her mother and, and her mother is going, you know, I don't want life to be hard for you. You know, the I don't want this. Mom, yes. Yeah, but she's a helicopter mom, but she's doing it with the best intentions. Yeah. Well, that's what all parents try to do anyway. But there's a line where she turns around to her mother and says, it's already hard. Yes, because her mom makes it hard for her. But go, go a step beyond that. Mm-hmm. Life is hard when you are a teenager. Life is hard in general, just in some cases for some people to wake up in the morning and just get out of bed is an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Life in general is difficult. It is not an easy thing to do. So to have one's mother or brother or family member or friend or anything add more stress to them by not just letting them live, letting them be who they truly are, that adds even more stress. Mm-hmm. And it makes you not want to get out of bed even more. I don't, like, when, when 
I think and when Mrs. Green hears that, I think that's the trigger point. Because I see that going, the mother's trying to make life easier for her, but in turn is making it harder because the only thing Alyssa really needs is her mother to let her be who she is. And accept her for it. And love her for it. Just love her for being her child. I think she does. She does, but she doesn't, I don't think she expresses it. And throughout the film, I don't, the way I read the character, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, please correct me. But the way I read the character was that Alyssa felt, and I got the vibe, that her mother wouldn't accept her for being that way because constantly it was the morals and it was this and it was... It she was, had to be the best. She had to be perfect. Yeah. Life is hard when you're Alyssa Green. Mm-hmm. That to me is universal because life is, like I said, life is hard, but also trying to make your parents proud of you, even like in, in our age now or at our age, there is still that desire to make your parents and your family members proud of you. Yes. And so that pressure never goes away. So why not just accept your child for who they are? Oh, because it's hard. I mean, you always have that, you know, internal monologue and you have society. There's the ideal, right? And so you're always comparing yourself to that. And until you have well, but someone... We, st- we do that still as human beings. Every that's day. what I mean, I mean. Instagram is a problem. That's what that. I mean, right? You're seeing, like you said, uh, your point right now on Instagram, you're seeing the best parts of everybody. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing all the warts that are behind all of that. And so it's hard if you, if you don't have a support system who says, you know what? I don't care. You can be perfect one day and then a total mess the other day. I still love you the same. So unless you have that support system around you, it's it's very hard to try to accept yourself for who you are. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. So you know, I, I, but I do, that. I do like how they brought that in. I like that that one line because if you again, if you look beyond that one line, it means so much. Yes, and it it, it really is. And that's why I actually love musicals, mm-hmm. right? The, the song and the music and the feeling that it, it elicits, especially when all of that comes together. It's hard to make a musical. Yes. So it's very expensive, <laughs> especially on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, you know, having the, the human story told in that way where it really gets to you, at least it gets to me because of the music and because of how it's delivered through song. That's how it really resonates with me. And so, you know, that's why I, that's why I love going to musicals with you, because then we have the, we have this conversation about what happens. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the that's the good that I have. That's have all the good I have. Okay. Shall we go with the bad then? I'm letting you start first. Okay. Well, you know, so we already established that we are Broadway junkies. Um, I was questioning you earlier, like we are. Oh yeah, we are. Really. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we did not see this play on Broadway, or this musical on Broadway. Um, so it's hard to compare, but it it just seemed to me that the focus was more on the redemption of the Broadway actors rather than the story of the two teenagers who want to go to prom. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because you had Meryl Streep, James Corden, and Nicole Kidman Mm -hmm. in those positions or characters, or 
if that's how they wanted to twist it to make it work. Like, I don't know if that's part of the Broadway show. Right. I, I mean, it's it's adapted to it, so I don't know if it's exactly yeah, I don't, that. I don't but. know exactly how it is. I, I kind of, I really, this is me being silly, but I really wish they had done it like Hamilton did for Disney+, Plus, where it was the original cast on the stage, and it was recorded on stage. Yeah, but... I would have, I, I think, I would, I would have liked to see that. Mm-hmm. Because at least then I would have gotten the full Broadway picture. But I, I understand adaptations do very well. Mamma Mia, I enjoyed a great deal. Let I, You know, a lot of people didn't, you know, look, musicals are hard. Musicals are hard. <laughs> yes, musicals are very Cats. hard. Cats. Musicals are hard. <laughs> Cats. <Really>? Look, <laughs> musicals are hard look, to put Hugh to film. Hugh Jackman in Les Mis, I thought was phenomenal. Yes, but Les Mis also had a lot of flaws. Mm. I don't want to mention the actor's name. Anyway. Who's more like a rock star. Anyway. But it just, it just felt like there was this weird, it's called The Prom, and I felt like I was watching The Prom Redemption. You the know, Broadway star has been yeah, redemption. It was, it, it just, I wanted to know more about the two girls. And I wanted to know more about why this was happening and what was going on. Um, I mean, they touched upon it. They did. But I could have learned so much more about the two leads. I could have learned so much more about Emma and Alyssa. I could have learned so much more about Alyssa's home life and about her mother and what happened. And if she did not give us that in dialogue, I would not have known anything that she goes through. Right. Well, I mean, that's what music, that's the musical vehicle. I understand that. But without her song about life is hard, you know, when you're Alyssa Green, we don't know much. Yeah. We don't see her. I mean, I don't even believe we ever went to Alyssa's house except for getting her getting ready for prom. Right. And showing, you know, the medals and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I I believe that was also with her song where it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it has to be blue uh, ribbons and all that. Yeah. I don't, I, I wanted to know more about them. Yeah. You know, again, if we had they met and all of that. Yeah, right? I mean, they've been together for over a year. It just year and a half. Yeah. It, it just felt like it's supposed to be about them and it didn't feel like it was about them. Yeah. The the other thing that I um the other thing that really got me is that aside from the unruly heart and, and I think there was another life uh, one thing's universal life is no dress rehearsal. Right. Um, there weren't a lot of songs that really stuck out to me. When we go to a musical, right, I'm going to quote it, like Frozen, right? You think of Frozen and you're like, let it go. You you know what the lyrics are. A song are. jumps out at you. Right. Um, even with Frozen 2, right, you have... Into um, the Unknown. That you sang on the Disney Cruise in Prom 2. Huh? I did. <laughs> I think I broke the windows. Uh, you did not. That's true. It's made out of plexiglass. <sighs> but anyway, um, you know, or Show Yourself from Frozen 2. I mean, I think that yeah, was Yeah, Show Yourself, song. I think, was the better song. Right. Um, uh, mention again the different musical, a killer party musical that Heather introduced Heather. us to. Yes. Shout out to Heather. That was a cu- very cool musical that we got to see. And, you know, they Put your hands up. Yes, there are a lot of songs in there that were very catchy. If you start singing about how I'm a big cat, I swear to God. Uh, No, I did that earlier. You've been doing it all day. Yeah, but so anyway, I mean, you know, A Killer Party was absolutely over the top, Mm -hmm. right? It's probably not 
fully rooted in reality, which is fine. Well, but you don't, I don't need something to be fully rooted in reality. Like the the prom is not fully rooted in reality. And I mean, I don't expect it to. Right. But with, with the killer party, it was enjoyable. And I, you know, I was really, I was into the musical. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really into this one. I wanted to be so badly. I, I, I did too. I wanted to be like really engrossed in it, especially with the A-list uh, actors that were part of this. Right? I remember showing you the trailer going, I can't believe it. It's a movie. We can finally see it. Right. You know, and we were both like, well, it's adapted, but still it, it's going to be so good. Right. And we were really with Ryan Murphy behind it. We thought it'd be more like Glee. We thought it would be this. Right. I mean, Glee, you know, perfect example. Glee is was always over the top. Yes. Right. The first like 10, 15 minutes over the top, insane things. Music happens, and then they resolve it at the end. You know, that's the, that's the yeah. formula, and that's fine. It works out. It, it, I, I, I just had a hard time with this one. I, I think it just comes down to the execution. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. The, the pacing felt off to me. Mm-hmm. You know, the beginning, it felt like a snail's pace. And then once she went to the inclusive prom, and then they threw a different prom elsewhere, the pacing sped up. Yeah. And that's when I felt the actual story started. Started. It felt like, okay, this is act two. This is where the meat of it is. And that's when they started telling me things and developing things. And that, I I mean, in musicals, sometimes you have like a slower act compared to the other one, but there's always something redeeming of part A and part B. Mm-hmm. And I... Ugh. Yeah. I mean, even the movie that we reviewed last week, right? Happy Happy season. season. It's not a musical, nope. but the soundtrack, you know, towards the end where I kept singing, make you mine this season. You're still singing it. Make Seriously, mine, she's still singing it. Yeah. So, you know, that's stuck in my head and it just, it makes me happy and it makes me want to like just see snippets of the movie again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would want to see the prom again. Yeah. One of my biggest issues was I felt like Nicole Kidman was wasted. Yes, I felt that too. Because I think that she could have... And I don't know if it's because her character is a chorus girl, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're I don't know if they were trying to do that, that whole supportive. imitation art thing. You right. know? And, and maybe that is what was supposed to happen, and I, I just totally missed it. But I felt like she could have been a more central role they, they could have had her do more yeah and again i don't i don't know how it was set up i don't know what the original musical is so i feel like i'm running on like comparing it to nothing you know it's yeah. like i don't i don't know what to think i don't know where to attach it right well that's why we set it up that way like, yeah i <laughs> didn't see the original broadway show i mean i'm not saying it is horrible Mm-mm. no not by any means it's just it's okay yeah yeah all right well that, that that's my bad yeah. Well, not it's my bad. It's just the list of my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I'm glad you did. But I'm glad that you uh, clarified. So shall we now go to the cute? Sure. Okay. So. Unicorn poop. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, I know you mentioned this earlier, but the dynamic between Emma Nolan and Alyssa Green, I thought was was adorable. It is. It's that, that innocent love when you're first discovering each other and figuring each other out the excitement and, phase yeah i you know every time i see that it just it makes you hopeful 
Yes. And it has that, that love to it. And it reminds me of when we first started dating and how innocent we were and how we were still trying to figure each other out. And now it's like 20 years in almost. And I'm like, we're still that way. <laughs> Certain times, yes. Yeah. Other times I eat your chocolate and you get mad. Yes, because it's my chocolate. Just for her Rocher. Oh, my goodness. Really? Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, I, I have to give credit to those actresses mm-hmm. um, because... They really, they went for it. And I, it shows. Yes. I really do like the, the voice of uh, Joe Ellen Pellman, who played mm-hmm. Emma. I thought she had a phenomenal voice. Which is also why I think Unruly Heart um, was so was powerful. Because so, her so powerful. emotion yes. in that song is, it, it was gut-wrenching. It's the only time I cried. Oh, I, like that, that last, what, 20 minutes of the film yeah, I was you were like bawling my eyes out but it was the the only time I cried was that song because when you're when you're seeing and, and I considered this somewhat cute is when you're seeing all the other people on screen it was cute it was good it was wonderful it was unicorn poop it was everything it was it was showing that you're not alone yeah and I I kind of was sitting there going wow if if this had been around when I was that age how would this have helped me yeah well, you know, yes, but at least now it's here. No, it's and it here and be. it's a great thing. But yeah. it was just, it was, for me, that song is, it just resonated and it, I enjoyed it. And yeah. I thought her voice and her, um, her charisma and the character really came through. Yes. The, the other cute that I, I think is <laughs> Nicole Kidman eating ice cream with her finger. <laughs> I mean, wait, Nicole Kidman, no. Nicole Kidman she... eating ice cream at all. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, where does it go? <laughs> to her gazelle legs uh, or something. To quote the, well, wasn't it uh, Emma who then when, um, like, don't kick me with your, your gazelle, gazelle legs. legs yeah. But when she said that, the only thing I thought was, wow, you say that to me. Well, and I'm not as tall as Nicole Kidman. No, but you have long legs. I Longer do. than me. I'm all leg, but it was just, it's, <laughs> it's just a universal thing, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Haagen-Dazs. That would be so good right now. <laughs> when he comes in, he's like, we got Haagen-Dazs. It's fancy ice cream. <laughs> well, it's very fancy and I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Peppermint bark Haagen-Dazs. Oh, gosh, that was so good. It's limited for the holiday, okay? Oh, my goodness. Anyway. anyway. Um, coconut and pineapple. Ew. That's like pineapple on pizza. It just doesn't need to happen. Oh, yummy. No. Anyway. Pineapple eats you while you eat it. That's why it's yummy. So anyway. Oh, um, all right. So that was Nicole Kidman. Um, and then the final thing that I think is, is really cute is the idea of a prom for all. Because, yes, I know it's idealistic, but it's how it should be. Yeah. Right. You should be able to go to a dance with whoever it is that you choose to be with because it's it's your prom. Mm hmm. Right. And again, it goes back to you're not hurting anybody. Right. Exactly. You're just having fun. Yeah. And just Look, because- there's going to be chaperones watching the punch bowl. There's going to be <laughs> the chaperones making sure that you're not dancing. I mean, literally, we had nuns like separating you by a ruler at my. Oh, my goodness. My, uh, well, prom. you went to a Catholic. Yeah. But the point prom. is, it's like you're going to have people watching you anyway. Why can't you go with who you want to go with? Yeah. And, you know, that's that is that is how it should be. And I'm going to leave it at that. OK. All right. So. Are we done with our review? Well, that is what your next line says. So, yes. I was going to ask you, do you have any other cute 
I just want to say it's adorable that you get so emotionally invested in sections and you like cry a lot. Cause what makes me cry most is actually watching you. When you get teary, I get teary. That's and I think cute? that's cute. I do. I think well, you're cute. Well, thank you. <laughs> Does that mean I can have forever Shay? No, didn't think so. Okay. So anyway, all right. So now that we've finished our review here is now our rating of the film. Okay. So we are going to give it, drumroll please. I really need to buy the sound effect. <laughs> yes, you did. A 3.5 stars. Yeah. 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 Well, you agree? You're the one who was saying it. Yes, but I was asking you earlier if you agreed with it. Yeah, no, I agreed with it. Okay. So, you know, the reason why we gave, gave it that is that, you know, the representation was there, which is great. Right. And like you just mentioned, it made me cry in certain sections. And I was I was really bawling towards the end um, because the especially with the, the family part mm-hmm. where, you know, being accepted and, you know, forgiving and letting moving forward. Well, yeah. Like when the Mrs. Green says, you know, we still have a lot to talk about, but I'm here because I love you because you're right. my daughter. Exactly. Um, you know, it. it it was good because it had those mm-hmm. those elements, but I, I still think that it could have been better. It could have been more. And I can't more. quantify what the more is. Yeah. But I just felt like it, it could have been more. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, that is our show for today. We do thank you so much for tuning in uh, and listening to us. If you're listening to this on your smartphone, be sure to hit that little subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you have a moment, just leave us a review and help us out. Let us know what you like and what we can improve on. Yes. And before we go, I wanted to do a final plug for Kimberly's newest book, Enemy. It is available on Kindle, so go check it out. Uh, We'll have that link to Kimberly's book as well as the prom on our show notes page. And with that, we are signing off for this week. So that we can go shovel 12 to 18 inches of snow. Bite your tongue. No. no. 12 to inches. Look, size does matter when it comes oh to snow drifts. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're not going there. So anyway, until next time, stay safe, stay warm, be kind, and remember, you are who you are meant to be. And we leave you with the lyrics to Unruly Heart. And though I don't know how or when... But somehow I learned to see, no matter what the world might say, this heart is the best part of me. Nobody out there ever gets to define the life I'm meant to lead with this unruly heart of mine.